Hi friends, and welcome back to our podcast, Healing the Broken Marriage. We are your hosts. I'm Alicia. And I'm Brian. And we just want to welcome you guys to our podcast. We hope that you are loving this podcast. And if you are, please like, share, rate, review. And yeah, definitely, definitely share this episodes with your friends and maybe even somebody who this topic pertains to. (laughs) But today I really wanted to talk about accountability. And so, but before we head into it, I want to make sure you guys are aware to go check out our website, makingbeautywiththeashes.com. Lots of information there about me and Brian. You can find my book there, Making Beauty with the Ashes, How God Saved My Marriage, our podcasts and articles that we have written. So moving into today's episode, I really wanted to have a conversation about accountability in our relationships. And this can be in regards to marriage. This can be in regards to family or friendships or or really whatever, any kind of close-knit relationship you have, there can be a form of accountability. So Brian, when you hear that term accountability can have, I think a lot of times a negative undertone to it. So when you think, when somebody uses that word accountability, what what do you think of when you hear that? Well, on the business side of things, it's the ability to do accounting. <laughs> okay. So, we'll see. Uh, on that's a negative undertone. <laughs> on the uh, on the relational, or well, it don't have to be relational. It could just be on the daily human spectrum. Yeah, accountability would be to um, own up mm-hmm. to your own actions. Right. Or it could be a widespread, um, being responsible for your decisions or reactions, um, taking responsibility for your actions. Right. Um, being, a, being, a, being accountable, I could see as, being an adult, you know, and owning up. Mm-hmm. It's not, e- it's not easy to always be accountable, but um, it's very important to be accountable because nobody is to blame except for ourselves right? for our own actions, no matter what they stem from or what um, set us off or, or just, you know, there's a multitude of things that could, that could cause someone to not want to take accountability for their actions. Right. I know. I think um, when I think of accountability, I think of like showing up or doing the right thing or even having people that keep you accountable. Like, for instance, I'm accountable to my job. You know, I show up at 8 a.m. and I work till 5 p.m. I'm accountable by the work that I do. I'm accountable to my work. They expect this of me and I perform, you know, A, B and C. But I also think like even in relationships term relationship terms, you're accountable to your spouse. You know, the vows that you made hold you accountable to that person that you're going to honor those vows that you made. Right. So you're accountable before God. You're accountable before even the, the witnesses that was there watching you get married. And you're accountable before your spouse. So that's what kind of I think of whenever I hear the term accountability. Right is that you are putting yourself out there 
for others. Like if you, you know, um, say I'm supposed to be working and I'm out shopping and somebody sees me and they're like, Hey, aren't you supposed to be at work right now? Well, there's an accountability. You know, the person right. may not even realize that they're keeping me accountable, but they're like, Hey, don't you normally work right now? I was like, uh, yes. So you see what I mean? There's yeah. that part also where people can keep you accountable <laughs> even when they don't realize it. It's like, Hey, aren't you married? Why are you with this person? You know, there's, mm -hmm. there's another form of accountability. Or didn't you quit doing drugs a while back? <laughs> I mean, it's true. There's, I mean, we. Oh, you're not talking about me. No, not you. I know you don't do drugs anymore. <laughs> I mean, you never did them. But anyways, that's what I thought. You're I'm just talking about. You know, we have we have a large circle of friends, so there is some of our friends that have been in the uh, drug life, yeah, or drug world in the past, and they're kept accountable because right. you know it's just it's it's with anything. It's like, and the spotlight comes on. When you decide to say, I'm no longer going to do drugs, or I'm no longer going to go out and drink, or I'm no longer going to run around, or I'm no longer going to um, lie, cheat, and steal. Lie, cheat, and steal, <laughs> or I'm no longer going to live that life and I'm going to be a Christian. It's like the spotlight. The world turns the spotlight on you, and they're keeping you accountable. Mm -hmm. They're like watching you to see if you're going to mess up. Right. Which... We can't worry about that. We can't worry about them, but we do have to worry about our accountability. What they think is, you know, that's that's their own opinion of us. But if we're not living up to what we're saying we are, then yeah, they have every right to to question to question us to judge honestly and hold us accountable for what we're doing. So yeah, it's like um, you know, sometimes we bring accountability up on ourselves because we say we're going to not do this anymore, we're going to do that, and then. The eyes are honest usually. And, you know, it's like there's some things where we need to be accountable, you know, and it can be a multitude of things. Like I said, it could be like I'm going on a diet, you know, and you might have, I mean, seriously. Yeah. And you might have people watching you. That's probably not as serious as saying I'm not going to shoot meth up anymore, you know, because I don't do drugs anymore. But is it, you know, it's like we have to, you know, when, when you're holding yourself accountable, for things, you know, everybody's got a different thing they struggle with. So, you know, it is important to be accountable and, and to hold yourself accountable and to have a circle of friends. There's, I know there's people that's even reached out to us that says, we want you to hold us accountable. We want you to, you know, be there. And if we're messing up, hold us accountable if we're not doing what we should. So, yeah. you know, it's. No, I think that's a really, really good point because I think as a believer, when people know, you know, say even by your social media, they might not know you personally, but like on your social media, if you're posting all these scriptures and all of these, you know, these, these super positive things, and then they see you out somewhere and you are like cussing out the waitress, they immediately make a snap judgment because of what they've seen you post. And so they're like, wait a second, are you what you claim to be or are you not? And so there's an also, that's a, I think a very important thing. So when I looked up, what does it mean to be accountable? It says, when you're personally accountable, you take ownership of what happens as a result of your choices and actions. You don't blame others or make excuses and you do what you can to make amends when things go wrong. And I think that is super, super important because 
say, okay, Brian, say we'll just do a hypothetical. Okay. So we're like, we're in the middle of a fight. Right. Me and you. We're right. like, you know, we have all the, the information, all the advice the counselor has given us. We've thrown it out the window. And we're and we are fully committed to tearing each other apart in this fight. Right. So we're having this huge fight. And then we, you know, we pause, we finally get our wits to us, we pause, and then we come back. And so when we come back, we're supposed to make amends. We're supposed to take ownership, right? Right. Which is accountability. We we are supposed to, when you're in an argument mm-hmm. and you come back together, you take a brief pause, you come back together, you take ownership for right. your own actions and for everything you said. So what if when we came back together, I was like, I'm really sorry for the things I said, but I said it because you said this, this, and this. How would you respond to me if that's how I came at you? So I think you have done that before. <laughs> Probably. And I have too. I know. Because we had a hard time with that whenever the counselor said, take a 10-minute break, 10 minutes only, go reflect on what you personally did in this and come back and take responsibility for that and ask forgiveness. And I know in the beginning, I know I did. I don't know if you did. I know I did because you told me I did. (laughs) But I know in the beginning, I would come back and say, I'm sorry for yelling or blowing up. You know, I really am. But when you start mouthing off to me, it's like, I just can't take it. It's like, I just come back. And that, that was my response after trying to and that lead up to an apology. caused that, another fight. <laughs> yeah, it usually did. And to be honest, we have just recently learned how to do this 10-minute thing the way it's supposed to be done. I mean, being transparent. Like we, we've done it, but sometimes we allow that to creep in. Of Like our old ways. And yeah. we don't always say, but because you did this, but sometimes we, we apologize and then we get to talking a little more and are like, you know, when you did that though, it really did make me angry. And it's like, it's, it's like at that point you're just blame shifting. You're not taking responsibility mm-hmm. um, and your own accountability. And it is, it's like, it's very hard because you have to learn that even though the other person might bite at you, that you don't bite back, you know, you just be the bigger person and just stay calm. And like our pastor, you know, he, there was a sermon this morning about just keeping quiet. You know, there's times when we just need to keep quiet, whether we're listening to God or we're in a confrontation with somebody. We just need to learn to sometimes be silent. And, uh, but yeah, that's, that's a very helpful tip that we've learned about the 10 minute pause and coming back and owning up to your side of it and being accountable to what you did. And then after that, just end it and be silent and then allow the other person to do the same. Yeah. Don't go into like why you felt that way. Or when they said something that set you off and that's why you did it. Because at that point, you're no longer taking accountability for your actions. Yeah. I know. I think a lot of times when when you're really sorry for your own actions, you don't try to, you know, um, make an excuse for why you did it. You know, because if, if we always did that, 
there would never be an amends for anything because the other person would feel like, well, you just justified punching me in the mouth. Right. (laughs) They're like, well, the only reason I'm sorry for hitting you, but the only reason I did is because you were mouthing off. It's like, well, I'm probably going to mouth off again. Are you going to punch me in the mouth the next time? So I think that whenever you take accountability, it needs to be, I'm sorry because of my behavior, period. And Really, there should be because, and I only did it because, I think, because when you do that, then you start adding the justifying factor in there. You, then the other person starts goes, well, are you really sorry? <laughs> are you, you, were, you sounded like you were sorry, but then when you start saying, this is why I did it, it sounded like you were trying to make it okay. You are trying to, you know, smooth things out. Well, this is why I did it. And at the end of the day, you guys... When you stand before Jesus, he's not going to ask you about the other person. Right. He's going to ask you about you. The other person and the reason that you did something or said something will not be present. It will be you and you alone. So you have to own your actions. You have to own your, your words. You have to own the things that you do and you say, and you can't blame it on someone else. Yes. There's been many times where like I probably responded out of anger because of the situation or whatever we were in. But I had a choice. <laughs> you always have a choice. Right. Nobody forces rage on you. Right. Nobody forces, um, you know, for, for you to call someone a bad name or for you to say things. Nobody right. forces that on you. That is your choice and your responsibility. And so, like I said before, when you stand before Jesus, you're standing before him by yourself. And he's not going to bring in two or three witnesses to back up what your claim, or he's not going to bring in the other person and kind of play judge right there to see who was right and who was wrong. No, he's looking at you, your, your actions, your words. And so I think that's what we need to remember is that we're not only accountable to like other people, but we are mainly accountable to God in our relationships. There's a, feel a freedom too when you don't allow yourself to react the way you normally would. Oh, or yes. I mean, it's, there's been times whenever, and I'm, I'm guilty of overacting. I'm guilty of running my mouth when I shouldn't. Um, I'm guilty. I'm, I mean, I'm guilty of that still today at times when we get into arguments, I'll just pop off and say something back because I'm like, that's going to sting her worse than what she did to sting me. And, you know, it's like, but, you know, so we all fail, but it's like just going toward the goal of being silent. And when you are, and it's hard at times, but like there's times when people has popped off to me and I just kind of look at them and I won't even say nothing back. And you walk away from the situation and you're like, it's not a feeling of like, ha, I got them because they didn't get a rise out of me. But it's a it's a feeling of accomplishment that I was able to tame that flesh inside of me that where I did not react. Yeah. And you know, we're we're always gonna be met with that. And I mean, you know the story about like the time I was at um the hardware store or harbor freight. Right. And you know, the guy came in. There was a guy came in and it's you know, and it's I mean, anytime we're out you know, and, and we're out shopping or whatever, I'm always carrying my pistol and, you know, I keep it concealed so nobody sees it. 
but he walks in with a box cutter knife, starts swinging it around at people and grabbing stuff off the shelves. And he walks past me with enough distance that I felt safe. It was probably eight to 10 foot swinging his knife at me and the other people up at the register. And he walks out and, you know, there was an, there was a split second. There it was like, do I pull my gun out and confront him or do I let it go? And, you know, it was my decision just not just to let him walk on out the store. You know, he walked out, got in his van, and they said he breaks. He comes here about three times a week, and the cops haven't been able to catch him. But that was a split-second decision also. Do I get involved in this fight, or do I stay out of it? You know, do I keep silent, or do I put myself out there? And, you know, looking back now, if I would have done something, and then he would have came at me with a knife, and I'd had to shoot to protect myself. What mm-hmm. What would that put me in? What What position would that have put me in legally to have to, you know— prove that I was right or wrong. And sometimes that's the thing. We don't need to prove a right or wrong. Right. We might be a hundred percent right. And the other person's a hundred percent wrong. But sometimes even at that, though, some of those times the wisest things to do is just to be quiet and keep our mouth shut. Yeah. And just, you know, it is. And, and you know, that's hard, especially if you think you're right. Well, and sometimes even you are right. Even in situations where you were done wrong. Right. And you are the one that's right. And you feel like you need everybody to know, I was right. I was right. I was right. But it says a lot in keeping silent and letting God be the one who makes things right. Because there's something about when, when somebody was, you know, an injustice was done against you and you are constantly proclaiming in, Mm. I was done wrong. And, you know, and you were, but when it's constantly being projected, mm-hmm. it puts a bad taste. It's like, why are you always telling us about this? <laughs> you right. know, that you were done wrong. Yeah. And so I think it says a lot in silence. It's not saying that, you know, that person was right and I was wrong. It's just like, I don't feel the need to defend myself because mm-hmm. it even says in the Bible that God is our defender. He is our lawyer and he is the judge. Right. So you don't have to defend yourself. And so, but I really, really wanted to talk about this today because I think a lot of people in a lot of different situations and scenarios, we hear, it just seems like there's a lack of accountability for actions or for things said or, or for whatever. And, you know, cause we live in this world where it's like immediate, quick, fast. And, a lot of selfishness, to be honest, you know, you see how the, the kids and the youth are growing up and it's really kind of backwards from how, when we were raised, you know, and, um, there's just, there's a lack of accountability and it's all about do whatever makes you happy, mm-hmm. you know, and that's not always the right thing. Do whatever makes you happy. Right. Sometimes is only a monthly happy or a weekly happy you know it's it's not um long sustaining and so it's not all about do what makes you happy or do what you love and so um i think that if we take a stance of in your own life because it's guys accountability is a person by person choice like i can't brian i can't force you to be accountable right no you can't (laughs) 
and you can't force me to be accountable. I can try. <laughs> it has to be an internal decision that, you know what? I'm going to be accountable for God. And if I say something to somebody that was wrong, if I hurt somebody's feelings and it was wrong, or if I do something to somebody and it was wrong, I'm going to be accountable for my actions. I'm not going to blame it on them. I'm not going to place blame on them. I'm not going to um, blame shift and I'm not going to gaslight. I'm not going to do any of those things. I'm going to take responsibility. I'm going to be accountable to God. I'm, I'm not going to blame you. And I'm going to try to make amends for what I did. And I think if each of us would take that stance in our own life, I think this world would be a much better place. It would be because even for the people who, Oh, so it's it is it's so hard. But gosh, and I have known people, I've known, I've known even pastors who have dealt with unforgiveness, and they'll talk to you about different things. This person did that, and you know they're trying, they're dealing with unforgiveness and trying to work through that. Yeah. So it is. It's a hard gig to do, but like you said, I mean, it's just like even if you know you was hundred percent right and you had to argue with somebody. And you feel like you're waiting on their, you're waiting on their apology. May but never come. If, yeah, it might never come. But it's like the thing of it is, if, even if you're right and you go and apologize to them for your part, it almost makes it impossible for them to not be apologetic back. And you see that a lot of times when somebody goes to somebody and like, I'm really sorry for what I did. And then all of a sudden, they're sorry. They're sorry too. And we're sorry that it happened. We wish it never happened. And good things come out of it normally. Yeah. But it's just like it it's becoming an adult and being an adult in the situation and being accountable for your actions, whether you were made to get a rise out of or it was something that you would have never done that if this other person hadn't done something to you first. But still you can change that whole situation by being the adult and being accountable for your actions and being apologetic for those. Yeah. And I think, you know, guys, just being honest, we live in a world where things are going to make you mad. You know, somebody's going to say something to you that rubs you the wrong way. Somebody might flick you off on the road, you know, whatever. I wave at people when they flip me off. Well, see, there you go. I think it makes them mad or sometimes. <laughs> it probably does because they're not getting the response they want. Yeah. But like I said, just because someone does something that might trigger you or upset you does not give you the right to respond in rage or respond in anger or whatever it is. I think a positive response would be, you know what? I'm going to remove myself from the situation. And if it's somewhere where you can come back again and resolve things, great. You know, if you're out somewhere and you don't even know these people, you know what? Just walk away. Just walk away. Don't lose yourself in that moment. And like, we're guilty of doing this. Oh, yeah. Brian and I, we've got both our hands up. Guilty. But we're learning. And we have learned so much along the way 
about accountability for yourself and taking responsibility feels so much better than blaming someone else. Because when you blame someone else for your actions, you really didn't take responsibility yeah, at all. It don't make you feel no better. You just blame somebody else and said, I'm going to do it again next yeah, time. <laughs> it don't make you feel no better. And you don't feel any better. But whenever you come to someone and say, I'm sorry for what I did. I was wrong in what I said. I mean, right. you don't have to own. I also want to say this. You don't have to own someone else's actions or words. Right. You only can own yourself. So if somebody called you a nasty name, that's on them. You yeah. don't have to, but you don't say, I did this because you said that name. You could say, I'm sorry for how I reacted. Right. I felt hurt. I felt this. I felt that. But you don't blame the other person. Because at the end of the day, like I said, you stand before Jesus by yourself. Right. <laughs> by yourself. And there's no one else there with you. No one else. So you better start taking accountability for your actions, I, I think, now. Honestly, you're just going to be happier. And isn't it crazy, Brian, is that not crazy to think that you actually are happier when you take accountability for yourself? Because you want to know why? It makes you do better. Right. Because you're like, I didn't want, I didn't like how I, I didn't like having to apologize for what, you know, let that be a catalyst for you. Like, I don't want to have to keep apologizing for myself. I'm going to try to change my behavior. That can also be a positive motivator to change because you don't want to have to keep apologizing. Exactly. You're like, I'm not going to apologize one more time. I'm just going to do better. I mean, guys, if that works, that works. So anyways, we just really want to take this opportunity to kind of talk about some things that we walk through life where we've had to take accountability. We've had to take ownership. We've had to walk through these steps of, you know, asking for forgiveness and then making amends for relationships that we wounded. That's part of life. Right. That's part of life. And we hope that you guys just was able to take something from this, apply it to your life. And maybe if you're walking through this right now, you can turn things around, but it, it honestly, you can't wait for someone else to come make amends with you because more than likely that won't happen. If you're right. waiting, you might be waiting, <laughs> waiting half your life, <laughs> but it starts with you. Like we said, you're accountable for yourself. You're accountable to God. Make that step to make things right. And, you know, even if the person rejects it, that's okay. That's Okay. You know, not everybody is going to want to make amends, and that's fine. In those situations, you work on you, you fix you, and you move forward. Right. And so we just want to thank you guys so much for tuning in. Please like, share, rate, review. Check out our website, makingbeautywiththeashes.com. Until next time, we we bless bless you. you.